So today I want to share all my secrets on how to close fitness sales for your gym or studio over the phone. And this is the method I've used to close clients for over 10 years. I've never really done in-person consultations at my studios, never uh, did trials or gym tours or things like that. From 2011, I learned the simplest way to drive leads coming in with Facebook ads, and then I learned to close them over the phone in a phone call that takes about 10 to maximum 15 minutes. And that's all I've mastered for the last 10 years. That's why I've grown multiple studios and facilities. And to this day, that is the sales system that our salespeople use across all our 20 gyms. And I've taught this to fit pros around the world. And the cool thing about this method is that we've proven that this works, that the average conversion rate over the phone from a phone call to a sale is around 40 to 60%, which is huge. And that is with a cold lead coming from Facebook. It is with a salesperson on the phone or, or a fitness coach with no background in sales and not necessarily any background in fitness required either. In fact, most of the salespeople that work at our gyms now are not fitness professionals. They have no big sales background. They have just a good bubbly personality, a good understanding of our service, and they're given the exact sales script and the training to understand the psychology of the prospect and how to conduct that phone call. So that's what I wanna go into today. So I'm gonna share some tips, some strategies, and an overall structure of how you can handle a phone consultation with a lead, a prospect who inquires about your service, and how to actually take the money over the phone. So there are three areas, three pillars, let's say, to make this consult work. You have, number one, the first phase is the diagnostic phase, where you diagnose what is the person's problem. What is the pain that they're in? What are they trying to solve? The second step then is the prescription phase. Once you know all the information we need, we can then make a prescription of letting the person know what we recommend is gonna be the best course of action, the best program or service for them. And finally then you have the close. You have presenting the offer, taking the money, or handling any objections. So that's the three pillars to this. So if we get into this then step by step, let's start with the diagnosis. This is where 70% of the phone call should be spending. And if you don't get this part right, you're gonna be stuck later on. In fact, I would say that the majority of sales objections on the phone come because you haven't done this part properly. So the way we do this part is we're trying to gather relevant information about the prospect, about their exercise history, their goals, what they've tried, but also we're gonna ask specific questions that give us information that serves kind of like ammunition against any potential objections later on. And you'll see how that works when I describe it a bit in a bit more detail. So some questions, for example, you might ask are starting off with some basic questions like, what are your basic health and fitness goals? What's your current situation? What's your goal weight? What do you do for work is a good one. It's good to know if they're active and also what kind of income bracket that they're in. Then you wanna ask what have they tried before to achieve the goal? 
and ask them why do they think it didn't work. It's very important here that if they say they've tried something like a slimming club or a diet that you don't necessarily recommend, you shouldn't be partial at all. You don't chime in on that. You ask why do they think it didn't work for them and listen for the answer because often they'll tell you what they thought was missing from other programs or strategies and that is one of the first things that you'll need to emphasize that you do later on. Another good one is to ask how long have they struggled with this problem? If you identify that they've been, they're 20 pounds overweight, then how long have they been that weight for? The longer they've been struggling with this, the higher the chances are that they're gonna be more emotional about it and they're gonna wanna do something about this. Another good question to ask is to challenge the prospect. Remember, you're interviewing them because your results should be proven. It's their results that aren't. So if you take a client on, you've gotta remember that it's your brand reputation on the line. So we challenge the, the, the client in a, in a firm but friendly way. And one thing we might ask is, we will say, hey, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest priority, absolutely critical, and zero being not important at all, how important would you say, one to 10, is it for you to achieve this goal and drop this 20 pounds or whatever they said it was? And then... When they tell us the answer, most of them will say it's a seven, eight, nine, or 10 maybe, and then we'll ask them to justify the answer. So if they say, it's, a, it's an eight, then I'm gonna ask, okay, why is that? Why not a 10? Why not a six? Why an eight? And they then have to come up with all the reasons and sell themselves onto why this is important for them. And this is some of that ammunition that you can then start noting down and using later when it comes to handling objections because they're telling you right now why they have to do this in their own words. And also, if they say it's really important, like 10 out of 10, absolutely critical that they do this because they want to be healthy and be able to play with their kids and be a good role model, for example, then it's very hard for them to have a sales objection later on because you can just refer them back to what they said here. If you're listening, taking notes and asking good questions, so that's a few questions you could ask in that phase. There are plenty more in the full sales script, but that's just a few to get you started. Once you feel like you've got enough information and you feel like this person has a real desire for change and a real motivation to, to, to create this outcome, and you've figured out what's the bigger reason why they want to get this change, now you can move to the prescription phase. And this is where you're going to offer them the program that you recommend. So there's a few, there's three steps to this section. The first step is we're going to prescribe and tell them what we recommend. And then we're gonna transition into the pitch. So trainers, I know have a hard time with this. And a lot of trainers say they feel a bit icky when they have to move from a general conversation to then talking about the product and giving the price. That transition period is quite uncomfortable. But this is a great way to do this in a very subtle, cool way that is not it's not uncomfortable at all. It's very, very smooth. So what you'll say is this, based on what you've told me, Mrs. Jones, I think the best program for you is going to be our, whatever, four-week kickstart program, our six-week transformation challenge, our 21-day belly blast, whatever it is you have going on. So you'll say, based on what you've told me, Mrs. Jones, I think our 21-day belly blast will be perfect for you. 
and there's a couple of reasons I can think of why. Would you like me to tell you more about the program and how I think it's going to help you achieve those goals? So when you say it like that, what you've done now is you've strongly recommended a course of action with conviction and certainty, and they're likely to follow your lead, much like if you were a doctor or an authority of some kind. And then when you've asked them, would you like me to tell you specifically the reasons I think this is perfect for you? When they say yes to that, now they're essentially saying, yes, pitch me. You have like a permission slip. And so now you can go into talking about the program and the pricing and what's included without any uh, discomfort or anything like that. So that's the first step of this phase, the transition. The next phase, the second step of the prescription phase is to now personalize the pitch to that person. So you now listen to the two or three major obstacles or things that the prospect told you earlier about why they couldn't achieve the result. And then you want to match those obstacles to the pillars of your program. So what I mean is this, your program likely has two, three, or four different elements or pillars. So in our program, for example, we have the workout component. They have a nutrition component that we give them. And there's also the accountability and social support working with a coach. There are three factors that make our program very effective. And it's based around the three obstacles most people have. So rather than just go through some rehearsed script where you just blab on and on and on, uh, telling the prospect everything that you do, that's just going to overwhelm them. Instead, you make this a collaborative close by going through each pillar and specifically explaining to them how it's going to help them based on what they told you. So for example, it would go something like this. You'd say, okay, Mrs. Jones. So the first reason I think this program is going to be absolutely perfect for you is this. Earlier, you mentioned that You've not been able to lose this 20 pounds because you said you tried going to a gym, but you said it was boring. You said you didn't know what to do and no one held you accountable. Is that still correct? Yes. Okay, great. So that's why we provide team training workouts led by a personal coach and you'll be with like-minded women with similar goals and challenges as you keeping you inspired, holding you accountable. You'll always know what to do. And the workouts are going to be tailored by your coach to be challenging enough to give you a good workout so you know you've improved, but not too hard that it's going to be painful or disrupt any injuries you might have. So do you think if you had a workout like that with a team helping you and a coach giving you exactly the right plan, would that help you reach your fitness goals? And then, of course, you want to listen for them to give you an emphatic yes. Like, yeah, that sounds exactly like what I need. So what you've done here is you've brought up the obstacle, the reason they said they couldn't get in shape, and then you've explained why your service destroys that objection and how you do it. Then you'll go on to the second step. So you'll say, great, I'm happy to hear that, Mrs. Jones. Now, the second reason I think this program is going to be perfect for you is that you mentioned earlier you tried diets You've tried various different diets, but it was never sustainable. You didn't enjoy it. And you said that when you stopped the diet, the weight came back on. Uh, Is that right? Great. Well, you know, that's a common problem that so many women said when they came to us. And that's why our nutrition plan is the opposite of that. 
And this is where you'll talk about your nutrition plan and why it overcomes these typical obstacles. So you might say, for example, this is why our nutrition plan, there's no counting calories. There's no points or sins. We just teach you to make simple, consistent, easy changes over time so it fits your lifestyle. And we give you tasty, healthy recipes that even your kids and your husband are going to love and they won't even know they're eating healthy food. So do you think if you had a nutrition plan that was simple, didn't involve counting calories, wasn't overly restrictive, and it fitted into your lifestyle and tasted great, would that help you stick with a nutrition plan? And of course, they're going to say yes. So this is how you go about two or three things. Don't, don't mention everything, but just talk about two or three things that stuck out for you as to why you think you can really help this person so it's an individualized prescription. And that goes a long way, and it's a very collaborative close because at every step, you're acknowledging them to come into the conversation and say yes before you move on. So at this point, then, we come to the third step of the prescription phase where we actually give the investment. Now, what's important here is the biggest mistake trainers make is they say it's this much money for this much time. They sell time. They say it's, it's 400 pounds for 12 sessions, or even they say it's, uh, it's 200 pounds for the six-week program. That's still selling time for money, and people don't want time. They want results. They want the outcome. So you want to sell the outcome and position your price against your outcome. This will destroy or eliminate so many sales objections before they even come up. So instead of saying the total investment for the 21-day program is £149, instead you say the total investment for this program, which is going to help you drop a dress size, lose up to a stone in weight, and get your confidence back so you can fit into that sexy bikini. Make sure these are all the things the prospect said. Okay, you're not putting words in their mouth, but whatever they told you in the diagnostic phase you repeat that back to them, their, their reason why they want to do this is only £149 or whatever the price of your program. So another example could be, so Mrs. Jones, the total investment for this program, for the 21-day program, which is going to help you drop a dress size, get your confidence back, lose a stone, and give you that energy so, like you said, you can be a better role model to your kids and play with them more often is just £149. And then you say nothing. You let them sit with that. They're processing. They're weighing it up in their mind. They're thinking of maybe some questions they might want to ask. Don't say anything. Just let it stay there and see what they come back with. Now, when we do this, and you do this the right way, 60% of the time, they say yes immediately. And if they don't say yes immediately, maybe they just have a one or two questions. So that brings us to the objection handling phase. But if you've done everything right so far, you're going to be closing the majority of people straight away. So let's move over to the third step, the objection handling phase. If you still have sales objections, then the key with an objection is understanding that there's either a value objection or there's a price or what I call a cash flow objection. And you've got to distinguish, first of all, which one it is. So a value objection is they are not sure it's worth the value. Maybe they have the money, but they're not sure it's worth paying, it's, it's, it's worth the money. Maybe you're on the phone with a millionaire, so they can easily afford your 200 pound program, but doesn't mean they're gonna hand the money over if they don't think it's worth it. If it's a cash flow objection, it means they do think it's worth it, they see the value, but their cash flow position might just be a bit tight. 
and they might need they might say I need to, I, I get paid on Friday can I cover it then or I need to sort the finances out or whatever it might be so first you've got to find out if there's any objection whatsoever if they say they need to think about it you need to ask them what is the main concern and get specific on what the concern is and then you can follow up by asking them. You could you could ask them this. You could say, is this a, a concern about the value, about the value that you're getting? Or do you see the value, but is it more just a concern about cash flow situation or logistics or getting the right times or something like that? Because they could be a, a legitimate logistical objection. Maybe they have kids at those times. They have to work around work. So there could be a few things. Maybe the place is too far for them. There could be legitimate logistical objections you need to find out which one it is. And most of the time, it's going to be the cash flow or logistics because there's very it's unlikely they wouldn't see the value in your program if you have done the consult the way so far and you positioned the program, the, the, the outcome they're going to get against the price, the way I said in the last section. Find out what the objection is. Often it's going to be the money is a bit tight. And so if they mention, yeah, it's a bit of a cash flow situation, then... This is up to you, but I would like to be flexible in the beginning, and I'd rather get a customer rather than nothing at all. So I might say, for example, okay, I totally understand. Would a payment plan help you? And if they say yes to that, you could then be flexible and work something out. You could say, great, well, how about we do this? We can split the payment up for you. So it's just £75 today and £75 at the end of the 21 days. And you can even put a guarantee on that and say, and you only pay the other half if you're absolutely blown away by the results and think this was the best program you ever did. I used to run an offer like that, and I never got one person ever did not pay at the end because they knew it was worth the value. So you've got to be confident in your results if you do that. But, you know, it's good to get people in, get them in, get some money, give them some results, and then if they love it so much, they're going to find the money to continue. So that's a couple of ways you can answer objections and do the whole phone call. So to recap, you've got the diagnostic phase. You want to collect information to find out where are they right now, what are they struggling with, and what's it costing them to stay there. Then you also want to ask about their goals, where do they want to be, what's the situation they want to achieve, and what's it worth to them to get there. In the second phase, then, you want to present your offer and prescribe. So you do that by transitioning into the sale, by recommending or prescribing a particular program to them and asking if they want to hear more about that. Then you individualize the script by matching the features of your program to the specific obstacles they've told you they have to getting, in, getting the results. And then finally, you present the price against the outcome they're going to have. And that's the outcome that they've told you they really want. And then you answer objections. And if when you get the sale, you collect the money over the phone right there, send them a Stripe link, walk them through it, and then you can get the client onboarded immediately. That's the three-step sales process. We've done tens of thousands of calls at this point, and I've taught this to FitPros all over the world. The whole system is a little bit more structured, a little more in-depth, but that's a bit of a surface look at the entire concept. Let me know what you've taken away from this. Let me know what you're going to implement, and let me know if you have more questions on that. This has been the Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast. I'll see you in the next one.